everyone. Welcome out to episode 124 of a Nerd Named Mark podcast. It's me. It's Mark. Couple days late with the recording and editing and everything of this week's episode. Uh, been busy with work. And also, we rescued slash adopted a seven-week-old kitten named Luna. She is adorable. If you follow me on any of my social media platforms, you've already seen photos of her. She has been a handful we basically had to uh, kitten-proof a lot of the areas of the apartment while she gets used to the environment, as well as our somewhat older cat. She's only like four or five. Um, Mew, who's been on videos and you've seen photos of before, and she's been on the podcast with me on my lap and on the desk. Uh, while she gets used to this new little one in the apartment, and it's been very watching both of them and kind of, you know, seeing how everything's going. So been really busy on top of working and doing that. Um, a lot going on for an episode. Um, I have a follow-up to episode 123 with TwitchCon, which I will be getting into. Um, a lot of manga. I've actually, for those of you who are watching behind me, some of the shelving stuff has changed because I've been getting more stuff out of my boxes and storage and actually starting to organize better to have everything on display. Um, and it didn't require me to make another bookshelf. I've actually got better risers and a few other things. So I've been able to actually like organize. So that's kind of been my free time, but I've been doing that at like 11, 12 o'clock at night when I should be sleeping. Um, so, you know, I, I got some games to talk about. Uh, have not gone to my local comic book shop yet. I'm going to be going probably towards the end of this week. Um, because I know my pull list from last week, I was only going to get like two or three comics. And I know there's a few more that are coming out this week that are on my list. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to drive all the way over there and everything just for like two comics. They hold them for me anyways. It's my own subscription slash pull list. So I was like, I'll just go this week, um, especially as we get the newest issue of Power Rangers or Mighty Morphin came out and we're literally at the cusp of issue 100. And I have not talked about Power Ranger comics on this podcast in quite some time. And trust me, it's going to happen when issue 100 drops because basically everyone's leaving that's been working on the comic and we're getting like a whole new fresh team starting with issue 101. And I'm like, okay, this this could revitalize the, fran the comic book IP. Who knows? So I'm really looking forward to checking. Oh, I got the hiccups. I'm really looking forward to checking those out. Um, but I did, however. Um, those of you watching, you can see playing Digimon Survive still. Really enjoying it. It's not for everybody, but it is a really enjoyable game if you like visual novels and you like Digimon. Really dark story too, which is appealing. Uh, I have a lot of manga to go over. As well as a few more model kits I picked up. So I will be jumping right into that. Let me move the mic back a bit so I don't bump it with the manga. And first off, we're going to go over manga. Let me move my water out of the way. There's going to be a lot. Um, for those of you who are fans of Tokusatsu, I did get my most recent magazine in, which has Geats on the commenter Geats on the cover. Very exciting. Um, Went through the scans on that. I'm very hyped for that show to start in the beginning of September. But uh, no real posters this time. Like a Pokemon uh, arcade checklist. But 
the, the little gimmick toy is a little, I thought it was like a flashlight. It's actually a mini projector, and if I can get tape off of this shit. And damn. Uh, it comes with a little, little old, remember these old school things where you like, you put it in and you put your eye up next to it and go like that? It's like that, but a projector, and it has one for Kamen Rider Revice, Avatar Sentai Don Brothers, Ultraman, and then actually the new Pokemon series that started in Japan. So I thought that was really cool, and it's a little projector, and you can just go, like, project it up on the wall. Um, I know, it's a, it's a kid's magazine, so the toys are always kind of, mm. Uh, last month, they gave us an Avataro Sentai gear, um, which I don't actually collect anything from Super Sentai for this season anyway, so I was like, oh, I'll figure out something to do with that gear. I might just sell it or give it away or something. I'll ask my, uh, friends if they want it because i have friends who collect that stuff but manga we have a lot of manga to go over and i'm not even saying oh a lot and then it's four freaking volumes no there's a lot uh and i'm gonna start off with the biggest one i got is i bought part one of the quintessential quintuplets box set love the artwork on it and then i realized with the top the logo's cut in half so when you get set two it'll spell the the whole name of the show i'm currently up to volume four from reading it um because i got this like a day or so after um we i recorded 123 so yeah and then i was talking about time andrew always suggests manga to me and he was suggesting a few so i checked out in the land of uh ladale ladal uh he said this is actually good manga he enjoyed it so I picked up volume one, and I was like, all right, like, I'll check this out. It's from Yen Press. I don't think I have any manga from them, so it's definitely intriguing. Um, and then I started chipping away at some other sets, some anime I've talked about, some manga I've talked about in the past. I picked up volumes three, four, and five of Uzaki-chan Wants to Hang Out. This is such a hilarious, like, the anime was, the season one was hilarious. I really enjoyed volume one and two, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to keep getting them. So I picked up volumes three, four, and five, and I was like, yeah, this is these are good. I want these in the collection, and I'm going to read them anyways. Uh, once I'm done with those seven volumes of quintessential quintuplets, I'm probably going to jump into continuing those. Um, and then another one I picked up... Uh, Andrew recommended was a uh, time stop hero. So I picked up volume three. I wasn't sure if the last episode was recorded when I picked up volume one and two or not, but I do have uh, three volumes of it now. Um, I read the first volume. I thought it was funny. I was like, you know what? This, this is actually pretty good. I actually really like this. So and then um, I picked up uh, Aura Ferretta from Commonplace to World's Strongest Zero, volume two. Um, I noticed. I got a lot of seven C's uh, in um, manga, and I was like, yeah, and uh, a lot of KC comics, too. Um, another one, which I talked about right after the wedding, uh, it was a manga that I read on the plane. Um, I, Andrew pointed it out because he came to my wedding, obviously, and he we were, you know, a couple of days beforehand, we were going around just checking out some comic shops and, and anime stores and uh 
he recommended Wota Koi Love is Hard for Otaku. So I read all of volume one on the plane ride back to California. And I was like, you know what? I got to find volume two. I like to buy my manga at stores. I don't like really, you know, always buying everything online. Unless it's like, like books a million. I still order from them time to time. I've actually ordered some regular books from them. But most of them I like to buy stuff in person. Uh, except for the quintessential quintuplets uh, manga set one. That was on sale on Amazon down from like 80 bucks to like 40. I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy that. Seven volumes of manga for $40. Yeah, that's a good deal. Um, so I found this at Barnes and Noble and I was like, you know what? I want to read volume two. I haven't seen it anywhere else when I was looking around at stores that carry manga. So I was like, I need it. I, I cleared volume one really quick. Um, then, uh, another anime manga I don't talk about a lot is the ReZero, uh, starting life in another world. Uh, only because... I don't really talk about anime a lot on the podcast. It's, this is supposed to be a culmination of a lot of things, not just, you know, one specific niche that I'm into. So with ReZero, I was like, all right, I have the first two um, volumes, which is like chapter one. And I have the first volume of chapter two, and there's five in that one. And then chapter three has ten volumes. So... Well, I've been chipping away at those. I did watch the show. And then I found uh, volume one of The Frozen Bond, which is a newer release. And I was like, yeah, I, I'll take a side arc OVA style one. You know, I, I'm i not going to read it until I finish all the other ones. But it was on sale because uh, they were running a manga deal. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get it. It's number one. Uh, and I know this set. I know this this ip i do enjoy v-zero so i was like i'm going to read it regardless i'm not buying it just to buy it um so yeah that was that one then i should do a footnote really quick for everyone uh so with my manga this next set i'm gonna go over there i still have another because on the uh, tuesday this whole week coming up actually there's a lot of manga that's releasing new stuff and I pre-order a lot on Amazon if I can't go out in person, especially ones I know are going to be hard to find or they I usually don't see them at the stores I go to. Uh, so I do have another set of like five or six volumes coming in this week on top of everything so far. But um, if I can rewind time to like 2013, uh, I was living in downtown San Diego, fresh from the East Coast. And... I couldn't figure out public transit. It was really confusing to me at first. Um, you know, there weren't apps like there are now. Uh, and, you know, I worked like two miles from work. And I was like, you know, I want to be healthy. I walked to work every day. And I walked home from work every day. Sometimes it was like, depending on what, if I stopped anywhere or like which way I went, it could be up to like two and a half, three miles to get home. And this was around the time the Crunchyroll Manga app was still in like its infancy. It wasn't like, you know... Not a lot of, like, known IPs, a lot of, like, unknown stuff on there. One of the things I used to do is, I used to read manga while I was walking, which is very safe, <laughs> you know? And I was, like, I worked, like, when I left my first, like, real, like, IT job due to outsourcing, I, you know, was like, okay, I need something for money for temporary. So I worked at a tourist shop, uh, right down near the convention center near where all the yacht uh where all the like the cruise ships and stuff and i worked at a hammock store so i got to like 
if it was slow, I got to sit in hammocks. What was I going to do? Read manga, you know? So it was like hourly pay plus commission on top of it. So I was like, slow day. I'm still making money. Let me read some manga. And this manga, I used to read so much. And I never realized it got a physical release because I kind of forgot about it. Then it got an anime. And the anime adaptation was just trash. But uh, the reason why I brought up ordering stuff online and this story is because there's not a lot of sequential volumes in this big bulk that I just bought only because I had to order the ones that I'm missing in between ones online. But this, I picked up a lot of Yamada-kun and the Seven Witches. This is such a good manga. I've, I've read this complete from start to finish as it was being released by chapters, like, weekly. Like, I was in on this like i went to town on this i thought it was so good uh but i got volumes one uh one two and three then i got volume five and then six seven eight and nine and then volume 12. so i got these from different stores though so volumes one two and three i actually found at barnes and noble so I swooped those up. Then volume five, six, seven, basically five through nine and 12, I got a book off because they had manga on sale and I got them for like half the cover price. And then I have four, 10 and 11 coming from Amazon as well as some other ones as well. So yeah, I definitely have bought in quite a bit of manga. I mean, that's, yeah, that's an understatement. Um, trying to see how many I actually got. Yeah, so about 24 volumes of manga this week. That's, that's excessive. That's including the box set, which has seven. And two very fan servicey reversible posters, which I will not be putting up on the wall. Nope. I was like... I, I was like, oh, man, I wonder what the posters are. And I was like, yeah, I can't put these on the wall. I'm going to be judged my wife. Like, she's she likes, you know, Pixar. She'll like old school animated stuff and like Studio Ghibli and stuff like that. But when it comes to like anime, anime, like, no, she's not. I think she watched some of Super Brawly the other day when I had it on. And like she watched it for like 10 minutes and she's like, yeah, I can't. So I was like, it's not for everyone. So, so I'm not going to subject her to overly fan servicey, you know, stuff on display. Oh, good coffee. But yeah, so that's it for the manga. Um, it's not in frame. I'm still working on my manga display shelf. Uh, when that's done, that's going to be a separate video on the YouTube channel. For those of you who are listening or for those of you who are watching, it's going to be on the channel. Um, I'm really excited to go over my manga collection because I never, I, I never get to do videos like that. Like some of my older videos on the channel, like if you go back to like mm, 2019, like around the time I started the podcast, I wasn't really taking YouTube seriously. I would do like a quick video of the comics that I talked about on the show. And that was it. I wasn't doing full video versions of the podcast. And like I would go over my comic stuff a lot. A lot of the collecting. I would love to do a video for my comic book collection, but I don't know how I would structure it because I have about 
7,000 comic books. And there's a majority, like a little bit here, but a majority of them are on the East Coast because I wasn't going to move across the country with a whole bunch of long boxes. They're all safe and secure, but with my mom, but I wasn't going to, you know, do that. Like, that's a lot to travel with. Um, so I was trying to think, like, how can I do, like, because I have about... Mm, Nah, easily, easily like 12 or 13 short boxes full. And then I have two more short boxes right by my desk. Um, One that's like half full and the other one's empty, I think. Or there's something in there. So I have a lot of short boxes um, because they're easier to store in my closet because I can actually put like two short boxes side by side long ways next to each other. And I can fit them like basically three high, two deep. So like I could do like each row is like six short boxes. So it makes it a lot easier. Actually, no, that means I have more than that. I have like 14 or 15 short boxes then. Damn. That's a lot. Um, but yeah, so I do want to like show off my manga display because it's so much easier to display and show off manga and like graphic novels, which is why I do a lot of trade waiting now uh, with my comic books. So that's, you know, where I am in that regards and i am going to be showing off my mega collection at some point because i i really think it's cool i really enjoy it and i do read a lot of manga like i said i just don't really talk about it a lot on the podcast like i'll say oh yeah i picked up this and that's it um i do want to start doing like more reviews and more video stuff revolving around manga because i think i enjoy manga uh you get a lot of quality for the price. You get it's, it's quantity and quality actually. So, you know, from a price point manga, you kind of get more bang for your buck compared to like comic books to an extent. So, that's it for the manga. Um, so I had, I didn't really buy a lot of stuff stuff lately. Um, because I don't honestly know like everything's been kind of so hectic. I don't actually know what I gotten since like the last video like i really don't because i don't get a lot of stuff but then everything's kind of a blur because it's all online and it, i know when i order stuff i don't know when it gets here but i did get this figure i standard for commentator o's the tajidoru combo and i just actually finished building it um about uh, what, like two days ago uh i actually built it the same day i bought it I also bought the Commodore Zio one, but I already built that. I built, like, that the day before that one. Like, the day I bought them, I built Zio. The next day, I built O's because I was like, oh, I really feel like, you know, building a model kit. I like, like, building model kits, kind of, like, relaxing, you know, my kind of, like, my downtime, you know. So, that's kind of, if I have a long work day, I want to decompress. I put on my headphones, put on, you know, an audiobook or a podcast, and I just build a model kit. And then I'm like, ah. Clear mind. No, I'm good. Because um, I didn't know, and I might, might have already talked about this. So I got my Commodore Garen DX belt. Um, it was listed as used uh, because the box was open. But everything inside was like basically factory sealed and like mint. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, so that's another thing for the Commodore Blade set. Which, for those of you who are watching a video right over here, you can kind of see my Blade Rouser. Um... So I'm getting pretty close to having, like, everything from Kamen Rider Blade, uh, which is going to be, like, my crowning achievement, because Blade is Blade. 
Uh, I really, that's one of my favorite series from Kamen Rider. One of my favorite Heisei era riders. Actually, it's just like in my top three in general. Um, and I already hinted at it for video games. I've been playing Digimon Survive. Uh, Gigabash finally came out on Steam and other consoles. I am really excited for that. I picked that up and I played through two or three of the campaign chapters because I'm trying to unlock a few of the kaijus. Um, I will be doing some video content about that game because it's so entertaining and I'm really enjoying it. I have to find more time to play it because, yeah, I just don't have time. I haven't really been playing Pokemon Unite either. There's been some issues with the matchmaking and the game itself lately, so I haven't really been messing with it. Uh, I still log in every day and, you know, do, and that's, and, you know, collect my points and whatnot, but I haven't really done anything at all in that game for about a week and a half, which kind of sucks because I really enjoyed that game and I still do. Just, I'm waiting to see if matchmaking and the master rank stuff kind of gets fixed. I'm tired of like, it's just unbalanced right now and it's really annoying and I don't know how or when they're going to fix it, but they need to. So, uh, no real, uh, topic of the week this week. This is, you know, not really a drastically heavy podcast episode. Uh, I do want to do an update slash follow up for TwitchCon. Uh, I said in the episode before when I talked about it, watch if tickets are going on sale. If they are selling X amount of tickets, they're going to change their mind. And they did. So they went from no vaccine needed, no mask needed, anything at all, to you need a mask, uh, you need vaccine proof. If you don't have vaccine, you need a negative COVID test proof and a mask. So I knew this was going to happen uh, just because, like I said, if you're not, if they're going to sell their tickets, they're going to change their mind. But if they sold a lot of tickets without doing uh, any sort of mask mandate or vaccine necessity like they would have not done it but obviously that hurt their sales it hurt obviously if some bigger more popular partners were like well we're not gonna go because let's face it the bigger partners with a bigger following people are gonna buy tickets to go meet them which i never i guess i never understood that element of it someone who's worked twitchcon twice i worked with an indie game company showing off um happy dungeons and then I worked with Extra Life and Streamlabs in 2019. Uh, and I was doing the meet and greet booth for certain people. And uh, like uh, just Austin and XQC and a few other people. And I was just like seeing the line of people to meet them. I was like, holy crap. Like I like didn't. That's when it like clicked in my head that like being a content creator, being a streamer, that's like. People flock to that. Like, their fans will line up. Their fans want to meet them. And it's just like... But it's not... Like, I wouldn't say they're celebrities. But it's like the same... Like, they're getting the same treatment as if I went to a Comic-Con and there was a line to meet freaking Kevin Eastman. Or, you know, uh, Frank Miller. Like, or an actor who, you know, you see on a big screen, this and that. But, like, streamers are kind of more, like grounded because they're in their homes or studios and just playing games or going live in front of a camera it's not the same as you know an actor doing like a multi-million dollar budget film you know 
but these streamers get the same treatment as like those celebrities and it, it was crazy to me to see that and i was like wow like that's kind of awesome actually and so i was like yeah no but you know those people those big followings if they don't want to go because of the mass that's what people who will go to this convention just to meet them and meet their friends aren't going to want to go either. They're like, oh, well, I'm going to travel just to say hi to some friends. They're like, no, I want to go there and see all the cool stuff, and I want to meet this person who I've been watching and following online for, like, two years. Okay, that sounds kind of creepy and stalkery when I say it, but you know what I mean. Uh, so, yeah, TwitchCon being, you know, mask mandate, vaccine mandate, doesn't affect me at all. I've already been really adamant. It's like, hey, you know... I got my, my vaccine, I, you know, company paid me to get it done, so I did. Um, you know, when the mask rolls around, I was like, hey, it's a, you know, whatever. You know, I've had family members get very sick in this time frame. I've had family members pass in this time frame when there's a quarantine and stay-home order that I couldn't, you know, travel to go to a funeral for. So I'm in the mindset of, you know what, like... It's not my place to throw a fit or honestly go against anything like that. Because I'm like, hey, if you want me to wear a mask to go to this convention, then fine, I will. You know, it's whatever. Because I'm not. I'm only going to go if companies want to hire me. If any companies want me to work their booth, want me to, to help contribute, help out, this and that, I'll go. If that's not the case, I'm not going, obviously. Like, that's the only thing. Like, I'm going to go if I'm working a booth. I don't feel like um, just going and walking around. And that doesn't really appeal to me. I'm at the point where it's like, hey, I'm not saying I'm a businessman, but I'm I'm here to work with brands, work with companies, network, and this and that. That's what I want to do because... I'm not good at hanging out with people, if that makes sense. Like, I, I I, get bored, but not bored of the people I'm around. Just bored of, like, I don't feel productive just hanging out. Like, I'll hang out with friends, like, you know, go get food, watch a movie, chill, this and that. That's different. But, like, I would never spend money to, especially how expensive TwitchCon is, to go to a convention to hang out. Like, that's just me. That's just how I operate. But I, uh... You know, I'm the update. That's cool. You know, I, I if it means more people are gonna go and they're gonna make more money and the, it's gonna be successful and maybe it'll stay in San Diego permanently and it means that I get to work with some more companies again. I'm all for it because I really enjoyed doing that. Um, it was fun. So yeah, don't really have anything else, you guys. Like really, I I feel kind of bad because like with everything going on, I don't have much to like talk about. And I was making this whole thing, but I'm not done doing my research because at the time of recording this, Batgate has been trending. And I did want to talk about the Ripaverse from Eric July because a lot of people have been emailing me asking me to talk about this. Um, so I probably will. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do it as a regular numbered podcast. I might do it as a special episode. So I'm... but. Like I said, I don't speak on things unless that I don't know anything about, like full about. I'm gonna do my research and my due diligence because that's how I am. That's still my like inner freelance journalist coming out is like I'm going to research this. I'm going to get factual points 
and this and that. I'm not going to just be like, oh, well, this is apparently what everyone's saying on the internet. No, I hate that so much. Like, the word apparently will not come out of my mouth unless it's my opinion on something. I, like, especially when it comes to those two topics, because, so like, you know, there's been a lot of negativity revolving. There's been, actually, it's been polarizing. There's been negativity and positivity around the Ripaverse, which I'm not even going to tell you my opinion on right now, because I want to fully flesh out everything before I even give you my opinion, and if I pre-ordered any of the copies or anything like that, I'm going to wait. Um, yeah. And then the whole Batman Gate thing, like, I dabbled in it late last night, like, 1 in the morning. And I was like, wow, this is ridiculous. I need to watch more of the stuff to get kind of, like, the full painting uh, finished in front of me. Like, this, I need to see the whole thing and really figure out what the hell's going on. Because it's always, it's just, oh. It's ridiculous. But that's really it for episode 124 of a Nerdy Mark podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the red subscribe button below. I do a lot of other videos. They're sometimes entertaining. I'm not sure. Uh, if you're listening to this, uh, don't forget you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music or Podcast, whatever it's listed under. Uh, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podbean, Pod Republic. I still use Good Pods, that app where you can follow other people and listen to shows. Look up a Nerd Name Mark podcast on there. You can even see me as the podcast host. I have my own sep. You get your own separate one and your show. Feel free to follow me on there. I do some updates, and you can see what I'm listening to for podcasts and what I draw inspiration from, and what's you know keeping me and my mind occupied while I'm building model kits. Because I listen to a lot of good podcasts, um, not just my own. <laughs> Actually, I don't listen to my own. I listen to it when I edit it, and then. Once I mix it down, I listen to it one more time, and then I'm like, all right, I'm done listening to my voice for a week. Um, but yeah, if you haven't already, go subscribe to all the, uh, on any podcast listening platform. You can find me on anchor.fm slash A-N-N-M podcast. The Nerdy Mark Reviews podcast is kind of like dead in the water right now because I haven't had time to review anything. Um, I'm hoping I can soon, honestly, because that one actually was really popular when I was reviewing stuff on there even though there's only, like, 12 episodes. Uh, but we're getting a lot of, like, people are still listening to it, and I was like, man, I should probably jump back on the RSS feed. Um, but, yeah. Um, and if, uh, yeah, that's really it. That's, like, if you're watching, oh, by the way, if you're going on Apple Podcast, please leave me a review on there. Uh, for some odd reason, uh, I just don't have any reviews on there. I think I have two now. Like, a couple got removed, and I don't know why, because they're positive reviews. So if you have, if you are listening on a, a Apple device, please head over to Apple Podcasts and just leave me a little review. That'd be great. I appreciate it. Uh, but that's it. This is it for episode 124 of a Nerd Name Mark podcast. Sorry, it's short, but you know what? You got two very long episodes coming up soon, and some interviews and some special guests. So don't worry. The lull is almost over. My name is Mark, and I'm a nerd. <laughs>